listening to the MPI Paranormal Podcast, where the truth is to be found. A podcast exploring all things paranormal, hauntings, UFOs, crypto, the unknown. members believe in the skeptical approach, but with an open mind, just trying to make sense of it all. I want to get back in there, try to figure that out, because it is the unknown. I don't really have a say on it right now, because I don't know what the video looks like. Well, I'm looking for the evidence. What's the evidence? A story to me is not really evidence, because that's one person's experience. Right. And I do, I take my personal beliefs into it, but like you said, then I have my skeptical side that right. wants to prove it another way. Military Paranormal Investigations is not affiliated to any branch of the military. It's time. Coming to you from North Texas on multiple platforms for maximum reach. Here are your hosts, members of the MPI team. And welcome back to another episode of Military Paranormal Investigations Podcast. Once again, I am Rob, and also, once again, I am the only one in the studio. And yes, it is because of COVID. We can't really get everyone in the studio at the same time. Still, so uh, with the COVID, remember, always to be safe, wash your hands, use social distancing, and when you're outside, put a mask on, all right? Just help everyone else out. Don't forget, you can find us on Podbean, Military Paranormal Investigations, or just type in Military Paranormal. You can also find us on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and a lot of others that are out there. You can also find us on MilitaryParanormal.com. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, pretty much everything is just Military Paranormal, all one word, but Twitter is MPI underscore Paranormal. Our YouTube channel has uh, got a couple new subscribers. We finally hit over 100, so that means we should have our own URL out there. Uh, we just have to set that up right now. We're not doing any streaming uh, platforms, no Facebook Live, YouTube, or anything like that, because, like I said, it's just me in the studio. You can also uh, email us at podcast at militaryparanormal.com if you have any comments or suggestions about a topic or maybe one of our past episodes that you heard and uh, you want to ask us some questions. Or if you need some uh, advice on the paranormal, anything paranormal, you can call us at 940-437-4MPI. That's 4674, the last four. All right, so uh, tonight is going to be our third Campfire podcast, which is actually the Caddo Lake podcast part two, the first one we had out there. If you listened to it the first time, it was probably um, the highs and lows were going up and down, and I went back in there and actually got it all one level, so it should be a lot better out there. It was kind of hard because we don't have everything that we have in the studio out there um, when we're out doing the Campfire Podcast. So just bear with us. This one, like I said, is going to be the third night that Mike and I were out there at Caddo Lake searching for signs of Bigfoot. Um, this time we actually went around the island and um, had some, um, well, Two things. <laughs> One, uh, I know Mike has put this on uh, 
his uh, Instagram site and stuff. I actually lost my GoPro camera when uh, we were doing some uh, filming. We had uh, found this bridge and there was this tour boat that was coming under this bridge. And I was like, oh, that'd be a great shot to be right above it as it comes under. So as I turned around, I guess I kind of lost my grip and my GoPro fell right into the river there and uh, luckily it was on the side only probably about a good mm, three feet deep and so I was actually just standing there watching it with my mouth open waiting for Mike to come over little did I know that Mike had his camera out and he's actually filming me the whole time waiting for me to turn with my face but I was dead set I was not going to move my gaze at where my GoPro was until he came over and I showed him exactly where it was and I climbed down there, got into the river and I was able to retrieve my GoPro. We thought that we were going to have some good footage of it actually falling out and hitting, but I guess when it hit the bridge and kept tumbling, it must have turned off. But uh, that would have been pretty funny, pretty hilarious anyways. But at the bridge, we also had a encounter, and I'll wait until the podcast to tell you about that, what that encounter was. It was pretty interesting. We tried to debunk it, but we really couldn't. So take a listen, and once again, remember, sorry about all the cricket sounds out there, and I did try to pull our voices out from the background, so you should have a better listening than you did on the previous one so uh sit back relax and this is cattle lake campfire podcast part two. Oh man <laughs> what a day it was it was a great day today i had a lot of fun out there so this is what campfire podcast three three yeah two out here yep second one tomorrow we're gonna be leaving so uh yeah. So we did a lot of exploration of the island this year, this time. Yeah, it was fun today. I had a blast today. I had a scare today. <laughs> and I'll talk more about that at the end. <laughs> good stuff. It was good stuff. All right, so we went around the island, because um, yesterday we walked it. Figured out, yeah, too much to walk. And too many hogs to walk. Yeah, way too many hogs. So we went around the, the front of the island, north end, and uh, we paddled we, around. Oh, paddled around. Really, really pretty out there. We did uh, something shoot. Carter shoot. Carter shoot. It's in between the swath and the goat island. If you get a chance, highly recommend it. So we're going around there and we uh, come up to this bridge. Real old, old style bridge. And of course, us guys gotta go climb the bridge. So we find a place to park and uh, find a nice little path and get up there and it turns out there's a road up there. And we later would find out that it was an oil field. Yeah. Access road. We found a, a nice clear spot out there. Couldn't figure out what it was to begin with. Mm-hmm. Had some tie downs and later on we kind of found figured out that it was probably where an oil rig was at one point in time and there's some tie downs like for Derek or something um, I have a uh, I did a surround shot of, of the area and I posted it on my Instagram page so if you get a chance go check it out it's pretty cool we didn't take the drone which would have been awesome. oh god yes that would have been awesome we're down to uh, 
the end of day three and our technology is uh, caught up with the best of it. <laughs> running out of juice on everything. Um, I know Rob's got a couple batteries in his kayak. I've got four in mine. About a little over 100 amp hours of, of juice, but we kind of, and then all of the portables we have, but all mm -hmm. the GoPro batteries, everything that we got, we just kind of run them down. And then cell phones out here are constantly searching for signals. So yep. Uh, we do get a signal every now and then, but anyway, they just ran well, down. You do. I haven't had it. I haven't had a signal since day one, since we got here. I haven't been able to do anything. So you yeah. get to post on Instagram. I'm, I'm playing. I'll be playing catch up if when you're I get back. Listening to this, you can see some of the photos that I posted on Undiscovered Origins on my Instagram or Facebook. There, you can kind of see some of the stuff that we've been doing out here. But uh, it's pretty, pretty neat. I've tagged. Uh, Rob, Paranormal Road Rider, and MPI, of course, and uh, so you should be able to find them in any of the locations there and uh, see what's, what's going on. And just for a small intro, because I know we didn't do it till the end last time, if you're catching this podcast, you can find us on any major network. Uh, you can find us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podbean, you can find us on Stitcher, Stitcher, any, any. Your favorite podcasting uh, app, you're, you're able to find us now. Right. And then if you want to look us up, uh, you can find us at Military Paranormal, one word, uh, militaryparanormal.com, uh, MPI underscore paranormal on Twitter, and then, of course, your Undiscovered Origins. You can find you on Instagram and Facebook. YouTube. YouTube as well. You can find me, Paranormal Road Rider. All one word on YouTube, Instagram. I do have a .com, but I just haven't built the page. That's that's up and coming. But these podcasts we haven't been able to do, like we said, because of the COVID and getting out here and stuff. But uh, I figured we talked a little bit about it, and we can talk about what happened last night, what happened, what we did today, and then I guess what we're going to do tomorrow. All right. Well, last night was pretty uneventful. We I were, slept good. We were exhausted, so <laughs> I think we got in bed probably around midnight. Yeah, right after we did the podcast. And I woke up like, I don't know, like one something and then two something, just briefly. And I thought I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but then I just lay there. And anyway, ended up getting up about six o'clock. And then went back to bed and got up about 8.30, 8.45. And then normally I get up two or three times. The past couple of nights I've gotten up two or three times. I only got up once last night to use, use the bathroom. And then I woke up again thinking I should use the bathroom. And I was like, no, I'm going to go back to sleep. I don't hear Mike up. So I went back to sleep. I think you got up right after me at 6. Uh-huh. And then it was... uh. 10, 1030. 1030 <laughs> when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was well needed. We uh, it's been it's been fun out here and uh, I'll blame it on the old man syndrome. Yeah. Seems how that's what Jeff does it. I'll, I'll blame it on it, the old man syndrome this time. Well it was exhausting. You know, we drove nearly six hours to get over here, loaded up the, the kayaks, drove over here, unloaded them, paddled over here, set up camp. You know, did all that, and yesterday we did all that walking, mm -hmm. all the stuff that was going on with that, went fishing, um, 
and then you know we, we were just worn out yeah we were we were but today started off a little different we got up after we finally got rob out of bed and i had breakfast ready and mm -hmm. we decided what a good man we, we knew that we were gonna sausage on a stick hey yeah sausage on a stick the uh bacon wrap sausage on oh that, those, those things are so good i think i had four of them this morning they were really good the uh but we knew when we got up that we were going to paddle around the. We were going to try to paddle all the way around Goat Island. Mm-hmm. And then we. Uh, but we actually had a visitor before we even got pushed off. Oh yeah, because this uh, this island, once a year, there's a group. Uh, I can't remember the name I of think the group. Neither can I. But it's in North like, Texas. Yeah. Paddle. Um, but they're a, they're a large kayak canoe group. Probably about sixty. He said is going to yeah. be out here next weekend. They're going to come out here and take over the island. And, um, I think it's great getting people out in there. Heck yeah. But they do it all the time. But um, yeah, it was kind of weird. He just, I turned around and he was. Yeah, he was up there bringing out his, his weed, big weed eater and everything to cut places out. And he did a, because we have this one little camp spot that's by far the best one. And then he made another one right in the middle and then one down there. And then he put paths all the way down, I guess, where they're going to put all their commodes and stuff. But, uh, he made a really nice area here, so if you get a chance, come out camping here in Goat Island, just not next weekend. Yeah. Because you won't find a spot. Actually, he said they're going to burn. Oh, no, that's right. They're going to do Friday. a controlled burn on Friday. And uh, if you come out right now, it is hunting season. If you see us on social media or any of our videos, we are wearing our, our hunter's orange. Mm -hmm. It's required out here, even if you're not hunting, if you're out in the, out in the wildlife management area right now. So. And make sure you get your special permit, special use permit. Yeah, it does take us, yeah, limited special use permit uh, to come out here. And all that money goes back into maintaining uh, these. <laughs> Guess what I just did. You got the lake water? I got the lake water. Oh, no. <laughs> as soon as I was like, there's no ice in that. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, if I got the runs, we know why. But luckily, I can't. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> I didn't swallow. <laughs> All right, I said it. Oh dear. Mm. Anyways, but yeah, uh, come out here and check it out. It's great. But we knew what we were gonna do when we got up this morning, and we when we headed out, of course, as always, plans change. Yep, as always. When we got to that bridge, it was it was just it was really neat, actually. Um, we climbed up on the bank, and of course. We got some good blooper reel footage because as soon as I walked her walking across, I screamed like a little girl. And <laughs> back then, something went running off in the bushes there. And it was like a little closed path. Yeah. I Couldn't go anywhere except jump into the water, and that wasn't happening. Not that high up where the rocks were. So, I'll let you. All right. You go there <laughs> yeah, I'll go there now. All right. So, we get on the bridge, and it, it's pretty cool because. Actually, before that. When we first walked on the bridge and turned around, we had that rock that hit the side. Oh, yeah. We had a rock that hit the side of the bridge. And there is no way, because to describe it, it's old oil-filled storage containers. Yeah. It makes like the bridge abutments that go up, you know, between the water and the, and the dirt. Mm -hmm. And it's piled full of rocks and everything. But we're probably 75 yards. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the side of the bridge is hit with a rock because it hits, and then it lands in the water. And boom, yeah, boom, and splash. And we're like, what the heck? 
So, was something throwing something at us? I don't know, but in order to make it that far, it had to have had a strong arm. Had to, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say with that one. And like I always tell you, I'm probably one of the biggest skeptics when it comes to Bigfoot. I'm out there trying to find out, but at the same time, mm, I don't know. But I'm slowly coming to this side of the fence. Slowly. But still, I'm gonna look at everything. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so there that was a happened. Boat coming. The, there was a boat coming, and we thought it was one of those uh, tour boats. And I was like, oh, this would be an awesome shot with my GoPro. So I'm standing up there, and I want to get the top of them coming down. So I turn, and I don't have it on my tripod. I have it on the actual GoPro mount that you clip onto or slide onto the regular mount. So I have it on that, and as I turn, it fell out of my hands, hit the bridge, and I just watched it fall into the, the lake or the river, the, the water. The swamp, and I'm just looking. <laughs> I was for the longest time. I was waiting on it to turn around. <laughs> I just stared there, like I'm not moving until you get over here, because I know where it's at. There's that rock. I was not taking my eyes off of it, and I was like, okay, you see that rock? You see that rock right there? He's like, yeah, I see it. I was like, all right. So I go down there. Oh, first I waited, and well, I waited until they passed by, because I wasn't about to go down there when they was in there. So once they passed by the ripples, and that's when I was like, okay. So I stood there for a long time looking at this area. And then I go down, walk down there, and I can't see because of the glare on the water. And he's like, it's right there. And I'm like, I don't see it. So literally, I have to put my nose in the water where the eye, my eyes is right above it. And sure enough, I, I, I found it. I have it. I have yet to look at the footage. I'm interesting to see it just boom but it's going to be a blooper reel yeah, i am to go on i am going to put it on a blooper reel because that is by far the funniest i i i couldn't see my look but i know my look that i had and i was like <laughs> that just happened if it had been <laughs> five feet to the left yeah it would have been in the channel yeah it would have been there would have been no way of me getting out luckily it was right there hey hero black seven waterproof it still worked so i'm good it was underwater for a good 10 15 minutes mm -hmm. recording so we're gonna have that um but i recorded the rest of the day with it so it, it holds up but i will say when you're trying to get that perfect shot make sure your equipment is secured get a lanyard oh yeah get a lanyard get a, a float get a floaty and the bad thing is i have a lanyard I have a floaty case. I just did it on mine. I wanted to, you made me think. So, also this morning before we left. Oh yeah. So for the second time in as many investigations, I take that back, we skipped one. I lost a memory card. Not lost it, like it went down. Right, but this one was brand new. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of frustrating you know we went to brown springs and yep. we recorded the entire day and night out there yep and i got back and it it just was corrupt you know and that one was a little weird because we had some because emf fluctuations, yeah weird stuff allison lost allison lost one SD. i lost one uh, yeah i lost the footage too and anyway so i've been kind of slow rolling on getting something out with that well, this was a brand new car jamie and i used it in 
when you did your, National yeah, Wars. when you did your Bigfoot thing. Fortunately, I got everything off of that before we, we came out here. But I went to record, and it was recording, and all of a sudden it said, bad read, and turned off. Mm. And so anyway, that's how today started off this morning. But I think we've recovered enough footage, and we've got enough that I don't think... I'm hoping I can recover it when we get back. Right. But if not, I think we have enough. The worst thing is, is I had great shots with my yes. 4K camera yes. of the hogs. Yes, So anyway, that's going to... Uh, if... if, if I need to figure out what's going on because they were both Samsung cards. Hmm. So well, hopefully, maybe that penny won't will do something for you. That uh, yeah. But uh, if not, I'm gonna have to send the camera back to Canon or something if it's if corrupting it's, cards yeah, or yeah. something. It's a that's a two thousand dollar camera. Exactly. Out it needs to it needs to work, and I don't know what what's going on. Anyways, so we leave the bridge, right? And we start walking down. The road that leads over onto the island. Mm-hmm. Make it what? 100 yards? Probably 100 yards, yeah. There's that bird. I, I still would like to know what. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You're on the audio there. Please format card. Oh, hell no. no I think no. Rob just lost the card. New, 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 new. Not happening. Turn off. make a perfect base camp. It would be great if we could get the truck in there because it's a road. Mm -hmm. It'd be great if we could set up a base camp with the truck in there. Oh, God, yes. And, uh, you know, we would have the shower. And yeah, we would have everything. Um, anyway, so Rob's out there and he's doing some filming and as I walk around the corner, I start going down the road a little bit and there is one of the biggest hog wallas I've ever seen. I mean, this one was probably four foot long and two or three feet deep. And I'm, I'm looking, and there's trees everywhere. You can see where they've been scratching their backs and rubbing on. They've actually rubbed the bark. It's, it looks like it's their go-to yeah. spot. Yep. I mean, they've rubbed the bark off of these trees and, and multiple trees and pine trees the size of a car tire. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. And... Anyway, as I'm walking around this big hog wall, I'm just kind of in shock at it. He, t he calls me over there. He's like, hey, you need to come over here. I was like, all right, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll head over there. And it wasn't not even 15 seconds after that one. All right, you need to get over here now, right now, really quick. Well, I'm running my ass down and running my butt down there. <laughs> and as I was walking along the top of this, this little ridge, I look down and I see for lack of better words, a footprint. Yeah, I will, I will, it looked like a footprint to me as well. Now, it's on, 
And so the area, and I've talked I talked about this. I don't know if any of last night. The area is just not conducive for footprints. No, it's swamp. I mean, there's pine needles. You couldn't if there's a footprint, you just can't make out anything. And a lot of the ground is like it's pretty hard, right? Unless you're right up next to the water. So about walking down the roads, whereas the water is drainage and the water puddles on the side, we're able to kind of kind of gauge that. Well, right around this hog wallow, it's actually pretty firm ground. Mm -hmm. You know, outside of there's the hogs aren't even leaving tracks uh, in this area. Well, this pit is, like I said, it's, it's really deep, and it looks like there's a partial footprint. Like if you were to step and it's going uphill, right? It's foot. like two thirds of the foot. Right, like you're pushing upward, trying making that step up the mm -hmm. hill. And it's also, I will say this as my disclaimer, it's also reminiscent of a bear track. Um, now. Mm, yes, but no. And there's typically when you see that, you'll see a lot of times people think big foot tracks are, or think it's a big foot track and it's a bear track because they step one over the other. Yes. So it, it's that big paw on the front, and then that last half of it kind of comes down. But it, it's not. It's it's more elongated. Mm -hmm. It's just cut off like on the hill. There is like a slide mark there, but it's a single track. Yes. Which you know, in the in a lot of skeptic eyes, that is not. I mean, proof just, enough yeah, because you, you don't have you only have one. You don't have two. But I walk around, and the ground is just not conducive in any other area around that to make a track. I mean, I actually stepped like where the next footstep would be, and I mean, I, you can't even see my shoe print. Nope. You know, if I step right there beside it, but what it is is where they dug down right there, it's kind of made that dirt kind of powdery right on the top. And so it left a print, and it looks even almost like it's got ridges yeah. and stuff in it. Um, and that's why I'm leaning I'm skeptic, but seeing stuff like that pushes me more towards because anyone that's out there, People are going to say, okay, you're making these things up. You're the ones that's doing the footprint and stuff like that. But I'm a, when it comes to I'm a big skeptic, so to know that there's no way that that can happen, uh -huh. and it and, looks like a footprint. And, and, and this is the same thing I said about the other place. Yes. That we go to. Yep. Why in the name of God would you be out here barefoot? You would not. I mean, you, you would... I know that there's some country boys out there, but you just don't walk but, out here barefoot. Exactly, no. I mean, come on. And, um, you know, just a couple nights ago, it was in the low 40s. Mm -hmm. um, it rained. Yep. The morning we came out here, as a matter of fact, it rained out here the night before. And even when we got here even Friday. This morning it rained a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of misting a little this morning. Those, those hog wallows were extremely fresh. I mean, you can see the other ones, they had pine needles, and some had heavy pine needles, some had a few pine needles. These had no pine needles. Right. So, I mean, they, they were extremely fresh. And that goes into my point of, you know, you read many stories, you hear many stories of hunters seeing a Bigfoot walk off with a hog under their arm. Mm, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, and this island, oh my gosh. An abundance of pigs for a Bigfoot to have at it whenever they wanted. The, um, 
yeah, so people talk about food source and this, that, and the other. Let me tell you what. You could bring a small army out here and you probably wouldn't put a dent in the population nope. of these hogs. I yep. mean, you would have to do weeks mm -hmm. of hunting these things to knock this out. This is the most ridiculous amount of hogs I've seen like this. Yeah. This is crazy. And then on top of that note as well, so, you know, I had somebody question me before I left about how does Bigfoot get on an island? Well, I mean, you're an animal, you can swim or you can do whatever, but now we know there's actually there's a bridge. A bridge. You know, and I could see some stuff on satellite imagery before I came, but none of the roads show up on the map. But it's not really a road. I mean, it's not really a marked no, thing it's not. On the road. It's an oil field access road. And there are car tracks on it. Yeah. So it's probably forest service access or maybe some four-wheeler access. So we got to look into that a little more. Um, I know that these are designated campsites that we're in. And it's the only thing that's designated in the area. But I don't know if there's a special permit or something we could get. Because it would be great to go over there. It would be. You know, that's, this island's pretty big. I mean, when, we, when I was measuring on the deal there, we were at least a mile from here. Yeah. Um, if not more. Yeah, if not more. Because it sure felt like more than a mile. Yeah, well, <laughs> Let me we tell you. <laughs> um, I mean, it took us, what, 40, 45 minutes to get to the bridge. Mm -hmm. And you figure if you're doing a mile in an hour, I mean, we were paddling pretty good over there because we were on a yeah. mission when we left. We yep. weren't really lollygagging or anything. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, needless to say, we, we, we ended up walking and we, as we, we went on further down and we found another. Well, that's how we found out that the first one was an oil yeah. access. There's actually a pump jack down there and then there's a pipe running alongside the road, which made me think that, but you know, out in West, I want to say West Texas, we're more in North Central Texas. Um, they use these flexible lines. Of course, this has been a protected wetland for many, many years mm -hmm. now. So those would have been old access. Plus, I, I've never even heard of the company. Yeah. The American Patriot. Yeah, something. And it was all rusted up. Yeah, and American Patriot Corporation or something like that. That that pump jack hadn't worked in a long time. But uh, anyway, so we walked and kept going. And once you get to that spot, the road wasn't obviously driven much anymore. So right. We were in shorts, and uh, we did think to take our shoes. We, just, <laughs> we knew we were impossible to get out and walk, but. Um, yeah, it was just getting too overgrown. And again, with the hog population out here, it's uh, just crazy. So anyway, needless to say, we didn't make it around the island. We were no. going to try to go around the other, the, the island just... Sloth Island, island. Yeah. yeah. That didn't work uh, either. It's on the slough, is what that... Slough? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I was looking on the map when we got back, and it's um, there's actually two that meet. And then in the drought, which is what one of the satellite images I have is, is in the drought, there was no passage through there. So it's it's obviously very shallow. Oh, yeah. It, it um, looked very shallow. I mean, when we were up there, we could see two feet had dropped down on the trees. But you need, unless you're from here and you've been in there a lot, you need GPS to get through that. Yeah, I will say that. Um, Make sure you got some sort of GPS on you. It's, um, and it, it's deep. You know, not saying one, I don't mean deep like deep water. It's like deep in the woods right there. Um, Anyway, it, uh, so we ended up paddling back, right? We, in, we wet a line on the way back a little bit. 
caught a couple fish that way. Um, and then you went off, came back to the base camp. And I stuck around doing some more fishing, but then I could have sworn something got thrown in the water towards me. Didn't know, so I sat there and listened. Didn't see anything, so I started getting closer to the, the shore. And it was just on the other side of where we were looking last time. Yeah, we're kind of on a, the campsite's on a point. Right. And we're kind of on, if you were holding like a ruler straight up and down in front of you, we're kind of on the right side of the point. You were on the left side right. of the point. And there was an old campsite. There. Yeah, I found an old campsite because I saw a sign and I was like, oh, what's this sign? Went up to it designated camping site but it was old i mean there was three or four what i say five trees that were down and then it was all overgrown and it they need to clean it up but it would have been an awesome campsite it really would have i got some pictures that i'll show you it would have been a really awesome you got to be careful when you're out here i know the lady warned me when i called about coming out here and it's you know it's a deadfall zone which is where the old dead trees are falling and here it's been kind of cleaned out, um, you know, and the trees that are here are in good standing. But if you get too far, too close to the edge yeah, or something, yeah. there's some trees, they call them widowmakers. I mean, you'll be sleeping in your tent and down they come in a little wind. So yep. It, um, you got to be careful if you're doing that kind of stuff. But anyway, probably sound like a Bigfoot running through the woods coming at your truck or something. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> Did we ever tell that story? We told that story. We you? had to have tell, told that story. Had to have told that story. Because there was three grown men. Go, 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 go! I'm, and me, I'm ducking down in the back. <laughs> like, that's going to help. <laughs> I don't... Here, we'll, hell, we'll throw it in there. All right, we'll throw it in there. So we went to the Bigfoot Conference last spring down in, not this last one because it got canceled. We were out riding around and we go to this spot that a guy had pointed out where there were numerous sightings had it pinned and we were riding around and we had just gotten there really mm -hmm. and yep. um, we had backed the truck up and we're on the way at, so that that year when we went to the conference we, that was our second one right yes that was yeah, the second the time second we, went. we went there and when we were headed to the or when we were at the conference there was tornadoes all around us. yep it was some bad bad storms and matter of fact, they we ended up eating dinner as they rolled up, and as the last line rolled through, we yeah. took off and went out there. Right. And so we we get out there, and the wind's still kind of blowing, but it had already like cleared up the sky. But it was that was that front was pushing on through, and we uh, we get to this area. It's where yeah, I know you. I know we told this story the first year we went out there. They were filming a Bigfoot movie. Right. I know we told that one. And uh, so we pull up there, and we. We just got in there and I turned off the lights in the truck and we were just kind of sitting there. Windows rolled down. Windows rolled down listening. We had audio recorders rolling and thermals going. And we were sitting there and all of a sudden we get the smell of this. Death. Yeah, dead animal. That was it, just death. And then it went away. Yep. And we were, I was actually listening to some sounds over off to the, to the left side of the truck, on the driver's side of the truck. And then we kept hearing these noises on the right side of the truck. Uh -huh. And then we got that smell again. Uh -huh. And then we would hear these noises, and then we got the smell again. And Now, just a disclaimer. That day, we heard a story of a hunter that was 
surrounded by two big feet, <laughs> Bigfoot, <laughs> and basically told the same thing that was happening to us. Yeah, and you know, talked about how you know they smell like rotting carcass or whatever because they, you know, they never bathe and they eat animals and they get the stench on them and everything. And anyway, so we're sitting there, and then we hear just this loud noise, and, and it's not the big one yet, but we hear this loud noise. And then the overwhelming smell just enveloped yes. the truck. And then all hell breaks loose. Yep. It is like a herd of like, elephants just and it's running coming to the truck and it's getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And it's just crying. And we everybody <laughs> Rob hits the floorboard, I think. Oh I did. Drive, drive, drive. Go, 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 go. So anyway, I get the truck started and we haul ass out of there pretty much and anyway we get up the way and we're laughing at this point in time because I mean it I ain't gonna lie it scared the bejesus yeah oh yeah there is no doubt there is nobody Mm -mm. that would ever listen to this that would not have been scared in this instance yep so we ended up it's it's late at this point in time we'd been riding around to some other spots already Mm -hmm. and we go back to the hotel yeah, we go back to the hotel and we said, "Hey, we're and we're listening to the audio and we're like, holy crap, this is awesome." Yeah. But then the skeptic in us all, the investigator in us all, comes up and says, "You know what? We got to go back tomorrow." Yep. We got to see everything. We have to go back tomorrow and see what actually was going on there in the daylight. So we get there anyway. We when we pull up, we instantly realize what's going on. Yep. Somebody had dumped a dead cow. Uh-huh. About 30 yards off the road up in the edge of the woods. And we were literally right there. And there were vultures mm-hmm. all up in the trees. And we thought that was knocking. Yeah, and we we hear that. And we thought this was this noise that was in the rustle and everything that was going on. Because they were there to get the cow. And there was a pine tree, probably the size of a tractor tire in diameter and maybe a hundred and something feet tall. Yep. That was obviously dislodged from the storm because mm-hmm. it had a massive root ball on it. And it was coming straight for the truck. And maybe, maybe <laughs> the vultures landed in it and it set it off, but it it fell directly at the truck and stopped maybe 20 yards from the edge of the road. But that crashing sound we heard with that tree falling through yep. all the other trees as it hit and then it hit the ground and shook the truck and everything else. So anyway, that's our story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite interesting. It anyway, was. It's funny now. But it wasn't but at the time. If we would not have investigated, yeah, that would have been our Bigfoot story. That would have been it. I would have swore up and down that Bigfoot was real. You couldn't have told me otherwise. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, we went back and figured out it wasn't what it was. But um, anyway, we we come back to camp to camp, and we get here. We actually we, we had MREs tonight. Mm-hmm. Every night we've cooked home-cooked food last night you know we had the first night we had steak second night we had the jambalaya we've had the decent breakfast and some good lunches today was as we wrapped up we had the MREs tonight because we don't have to worry about cleaning pots and pans we knew we had to pack up by the way it's a storm tomorrow starting at nine o'clock so right. we have to get up get out of here and get back to the truck and loaded before about nine o'clock now if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see us eating our MREs <laughs> Go to Undiscovered Origins, Instagram page, Facebook page. I guarantee he's going to post them on there. I did the exact same thing. Oh, no, probably on your YouTube channel. Yeah. They'll, they'll be on his YouTube channel. They'll be on my YouTube channel, Paranormal Road Rider. 
go and check him out because like it, it's pretty comical. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean that, it's it's neat, you know. Well, I you know I ate a lot of MREs to plug one time. Well, I've eaten a lot too, but MREs were not like that. Like I told you. I had the little cans, the crackers, and the, the green peanut butter. All my stuff was in green MREs. Well, for not, people that don't know what an MRE is, it's called a meal ready to eat. And it's what if when you deploy or you're in a forward location, that's what they give you. They come in pouches. And as a matter of fact, when they get a field kitchen set up, they're just big versions of the MRE mm-hmm. that they put in in a deal. But it comes with everything you need for like, it's basically a, a day's worth of calories. So you right. get an MRE and it's got like a little breakfast bar, a little lunch thing, a snack, and then a meal, and a, and a drink. But anyway, I had Southwest chicken and beans, black beans, and then you had the rib patty. Yeah, the rib patty with uh, Spanish beans and rice, or Spanish rice and beans. Mine was really good. I enjoyed it. The rib was good with the barbecue sauce on it. The Spanish rice, new. No, but I ate it because I was hungry, but no, I will not be picking that choice again. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, what, what you got? Here we go. We're trading. We're trading. Yeah, Spanish rice is good. That's what you did in the military. You might get, yes. you know, you might get tuna casserole, and I, I don't, I can't do that. So you would trade that with somebody that did, you would trade it for what you like. But oh, I would have traded anything for that Spanish rice, let me tell you. <laughs> it, it was not good. So we get through eating, and we're going to get our gear packed up, and about that time we hear some hollering, hollering off in the background. Now, you hear the whoo, whoop, like that going, and we're like, oh, so we stopped everything and just got out the camera, the got out the, the yeah, parabolic mic, and uh, there, was, there was some... You know, and I'll say maybe with the echoes, it maybe could have been an owl, but it was just different. It was different. These were more of a, we would go, woo, and then we would do it, and it would come back. And then it would, woo, and then we would do it, and it, we would try to mimic it, and it would come back. You know, then right after that, the owl, there was an owl came in, mm-hmm. and you could tell. You could tell the difference between the owl and that. You really could. And, um... Anyway, as I got the parabolic out, then we thought we heard something walking up on us. Mm, well, you heard. I, I didn't hear nothing. So I thought I, you said you heard it with your ears. No, I heard something over here behind us. I didn't hear nothing over there. Okay. I heard something over here, which is why I turned around with my hand on my hip, <laughs> grabbing the gun. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, something was trying to walk up, but it could have been because we were making that and an animal was coming to check it out or trying to get out of Dodge. Right. Anyway, then it just as quickly as it started, it stopped. And uh, that was our day. That was the day, and then we packed everything up pretty much. All we got to do is take everything out of the tent, load up on the kayaks, take down our hammocks, get out of here. And we're looking to get out of here by, well, wake up by what, 6? We're going to wake up at 6. There's only a 10, there's 20% chance all night, 10% at 6. Actually, I see some spires again now. And then starting at 9 o'clock, it goes from... 10% to 40% of thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously, and then the temperature kind of comes back down. And I know my wife, I actually got a message from her earlier where it was already 55 there, and we were at 80-something today here. What? Yeah, it got warm today. No, 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 it's cold over there? Yeah, she sent me a message. Like oh, man, no, 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 I want nice weather. I want nice weather. So anyway, obviously a little front coming through or something, so it's going to get stormy on us so we have to get everything loaded in the kayaks mm-hmm. 
had all that. Actually, I measured it today on Google Earth. It's 3,263 feet. Okay. If I follow the channel <laughs> around. <laughs> so anyway, get over there, unload all that. Reload. Reload it on the truck, which Big Bertha tomorrow is going to suck. Oh, tired of God, yes. My kayak, without any of the accessories, weighs 96 pounds. My truck is at the roof rack height is seven and a half feet maybe yeah maybe about time. that yeah so anyway it's gonna be fun to load that up and then we're gonna throw rob's up there all again and then we're going to head out we're gonna go to jefferson mm -hmm. go and let uh get some pictures again in front of uh, the bigfoot yep. statue there and then if we if we get out of here in time and the weather's not horrible or whatever we're gonna try to jet over to south arkansas which is home of the boggy beast and get some pictures get some pictures go to monster mart and uh the guys in there that were this the people that own the store now are still the family of the guys that were in the movie uh the beast of boggy creek or the legend of something like that boggy creek and anyway when we went before they were in there and they're just talking to you like like you're your longtime neighbor so yep it's a uh, pretty neat they got the little museum thing there and Anyway, then we're gonna make, from there, we'll make about a six hour drive to get home. And unload. <laughs> and unload again. <laughs> Which I'm probably gonna leave Bertha on until. Okay. Tuesday. All right. Yeah. Depends on what the weather's gonna be. Yeah. And then hopefully, um, as of course as I, by me taking off to come out here, my workload is going to be increased, but I'm going to try my best to start getting some of this stuff produced and put out on YouTube. But we definitely have a lot of footage. Yeah, well, a couple of videos. more than I do now. I can't believe I lost another card. Uh, you don't have this. Well, hopefully the computer will, will get it, but like I said, I got all my footage too. Well, I don't know. I just lost a card too. Yeah. I've got a recovery program that does pretty good, but my last one, it wouldn't even recognize the card i mean it just oh died this one at least says it's got a bad read it wants to know if it can recover and it's reading the card it just says it can't read so hopefully but it's a brand spanking new card but oh. both of them i was looking both of them are samsung cards interesting so i don't think i'm gonna buy another samsung card yeah i'm hoping that pny will do good and then i've got a couple of other mm -hmm. um that elite when I forget what it's called. Anyways, try to get some of this stuff out to you. The mosquitoes are eating me. I know, me tonight. too. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. We got spoiled that first night when it was cool. And yeah, we did. Blowing a little. But anyway, hopefully we'll get some of this stuff out here pretty soon. I still need to do uh, watch the mountain trip with Jamie because man, you've heard it. I've heard it. It's uh. I want to go. My, uh... Well, I also got the phone call from Jamie. Yeah. Saying, mm -mm. Yeah, like you're, two in the morning. Two in the morning, I get a phone call from Jamie. She's like, no, never again. You're going with him. I will not. I was like, what's up? She told me. I was, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> I'm just laughing. <laughs> you know, she is not a outdoor girl. And she agreed to go on our anniversary mind you I don't know how you manage that one and we were 25 minutes from the nearest 
paved dirt road. We went down a two track off the side of a mountain in the truck and found a spot. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, we found a spot and she'll never do that again. Mm -mm. I can promise you that. Oh, I can tell you she won't be there. She's like, no, not I don't know if I will ever get her in a tent again. <laughs> uh, she said she would do a we went, we went, when we left there, we went through Heaven or Oklahoma, and there is the, another runestone thing there. And, uh, you know, I read some stuff, and some skeptics really debunked that, but that place is amazing. It's got this big rock in the middle of this valley, and it's got runes carved in it, which Ooh, is a nice. real Viking type. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But there's actually five sides. Did you hear that? I heard that. That sounded like a coyote right here, dude. Where's that flashlight? I'm looking. <laughs> Sounded like a yip. Did you? Hopefully the audio got that. Sorry, guys. Doing a little security. <laughs> oh. Huh. All right. All righty. The, uh, I forget where I was at. You were, she'll never do it again. Oh, the ruins, like. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. So I need to get, and I, I never even put the pictures up on social media, I need to do that. But anyway, if you ever get a chance to go up that way, there's all kinds of sites out there like that. But. Uh -huh. All right, we're starting to ramble. Yeah, we are starting to ramble, so let's uh, wrap this up. It's a good time. I enjoyed the uh, vacay, yes, if you sir. would. It was a lot of people wouldn't want to do this, but uh, thanks for dragging me out here. This, this is, I'm glad we planned something like this, and we're going to plan another one set about March, April time frame. As soon as hunting season ends, I think I want to get out here. I want to get out here where we can, uh, you know, I, I'm, I've been a hunter my whole life, so I don't, I, I, I feel bad if you walk up on somebody and all mm -hmm. so I want to get out here when it's not hunting season where we can move around a little better. Right. Maybe when it's still cool, and maybe there's less people out here running around. Um, definitely anyway. see if we can find those but I, I've lived near here before we're not too far from Marksville Air Force Base right yep. and this is a sweltering hole in the middle of the summer yeah I bet it's stagnant and uh, anyway don't get me wrong it's beautiful but it's hot oh yeah it's a swamp yeah so anyway the mosquitoes will carry you off in yeah the not liking that damn we used to spray it off right before we did this i'm covered in permethrin too these things say screw you uh-uh we're getting that blood yeah we can get out here maybe in the come back out in the spring um especially if we can get access down that road yeah if we I and mean, even if we didn't come in the boats and yep. we could get you know a campsite because we could camp over at the launch area for yep. that matter and then just kind of move around but um anyway I, this the whole purpose of this trip was recon yep. was to you know we can look on a map we can read stories and we can do all that but until you come put eyes on something and can physically walk it and see it and touch it and smell it you just really can't come up with a plan and then hopefully by then we'll have the uh, you know the solar panels and stuff yep. going well I, I learned one thing that I learned on this <laughs> is I need to you know I've done like a couple videos we actually put one out on MPI I've done it myself. I haven't put it back out, but I keep my go bag. But that thing's worthless in a situation like this. 
Yeah, it is. It's great to keep in my truck, and if we need to run, go do a house or go do this. Yeah, but exploration. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, and, and I know that. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been going camping for many, many years. But to get it, put your stuff in a kayak, mm -hmm. paddle away, come and camp for four days. I, I need to rethink my thought process. Yeah, and then. Not only the gear that we need, but the gear that we use for yep. investigating. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it changes everything. And like tomorrow, you know, I made sure everything that we had, I have everything's in a dry bag or a dry sack cover mm -hmm. or waterproof yep. or this. But, you know, in the morning, what, we got to paddle out in the rain. You know what I mean? That's, um, I need to make sure that we got a lot of expensive equipment. We do, but uh, most of it will be in the dry bag. That My big dry bag really is not going to have anything in it. Um, I don't know what I had in it, <laughs> but uh, we'll have room in that that dry bag. And well, we should have a lot of load paddling out too after we've yeah done all our consumables. Yeah. Anyways, well, I think we'll sign off here. Yeah. Remember Campfire the, Podcast three three. Um, remember that you can always find us at militaryparanormal.com or on YouTube, Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. You can find us on your favorite podcasting platform. And make sure you go check everything out there. Yeah, check out Undiscovered Origins and Paranormal Road Rider. I guarantee you we will have more videos up on those sites. All right, so until next time when we get Jeff and Allison with us. Jeff said we may have a case, so maybe we'll have a, Ooh, okay. a, a little haunting investigation coming out here soon. And we still have the one in Gainesville. Yep. Yeah, we still got to go back to that house or the one in Gainesville. I've already paid for half of that. We need to make yeah. sure we get out of there. Exactly. And then we also need to release the stuff. And I know Jeff's been honest about it. And we, we've got to release our stuff from Fort Belknap. We got the podcast out there, but yep. we got to release the... our findings for exactly. that. Exactly. With those guys. I want to go back to that place. So do I. That place is awesome. Uh, that might be a good little winter camp to go to. Yeah. I think so. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Have a good night, everyone. We'll have to throw Allison in there. Bye, y'all. <laughs>Thank you for listening to the MPI Paranormal Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Military Paranormal Investigations. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Podbean, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, the truth is to be found. <laughs>